not-so-subtle push to the edge. Today I'm talking about God's Country. This is God's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I am talking about a, a thriller called God's Country, which uh, hit like a sack of bricks um, in a very good way. Just it, it makes its point very, very strongly. And I really enjoyed this, and I think you might enjoy it as well. And it's currently available on Hulu, so check it out. And uh, yeah, so without further ado, let's get started. If you oppose bigotry, you're probably familiar with the concept of microaggressions. The general gist is that while, as a society, we tend to focus on big, obvious acts of racism, sexism, or homophobia, and beyond, the majority of bigotry that people experience on a day-to-day basis are small things like an inconsiderate comment, for instance, asking where are you from to a non-white person, or asking who is the man in a same-sex relationship, or other biased behavior. It's often the hardest to unpack and point out because it means confronting someone who doesn't believe that they are racist that they have, in fact, been a bit racist. Up until one day the person involved has had enough and either lashes out or breaks down. I bring all of that up because today's movie, God Country, could be very well called Microaggressions, the movie. Thondi Newton stars as Sandra Goldry, a college professor grieving the loss of her mother in a small, predominantly white mountain town. A town that begins to feel a lot more hostile when two hunters continue to park and hunt on Goldry's property without her permission, and in spite of her asking them not to. This seemingly innocuous conflict quickly escalates, however, as Sandra digs in and begins to become overwhelmed by the hostile world around her. I think more people should see and know about this movie, because I genuinely think it's brilliant. Stylistically, it has the feel of a neo-western or neo-noir, since we've got a cold climate where a righteous hero is facing off against two known creeps. But that's not really what this movie is. This is Thondwee Newton and giving the audience a movie-long lesson in what makes nice people, like a black woman living in America, explode. There's so much I like about how the movie conveys this oppressive feeling moving over Sandra's head. The truck is a perfect place to start. Depending on where you live, like the street I live on, an unfamiliar vehicle parking on the street or nearby isn't that big of a deal. Maybe it's a friend of the neighbor or the neighbor themselves. Our houses are about 50 feet from each other anyways, so it would be weird if we got weird about one car. But out in the mountains by yourself? Not great. As a woman, even worse. We also see how much Sandra seems to embrace this quiet in solitude. These men are trespassing and interrupting her peace of mind. And she asks them to leave. And they don't. Then she confronts them. And then they leave a threat on her door. So even with that by itself, wouldn't you be mad? And this is where, in my opinion, the film really shines, because it doesn't stop there or limit its scope to just serve this as an allegory. In particular, it gives Sandra some areas to bond with the men who are tormenting her. She can understand how they feel, whether it's their disdain for the police, empathizing with their losses, and beyond. The men harassing her aren't monsters in their entirety. They're humans, which actually might make their harassment even worse. 
This is all at the same time that Sandra's work life keeps running afoul of subtle bigotry, and her attempts to get help are all thwarted and get deeper and deeper. When we get deeper and deeper looks into why Sandra is even here in the first place, in the middle of nowhere, at all. All the while, the while the camera keeps isolating or making Sandra look and feel alone, as potential allies show ugly sides or back down. It's infuriating to experience in a great blend of filmmaking language and message. This is a slow burn, and it's very clear that it's Sandra's anger that's burning. Newton is also incredible in this movie, not only building her performance along with the film, but demonstrating so much with how she turns her head or delivers each line. My favorite example is how she's able to shift from conveying real confidence versus false confidence, depending on whether or not she feels in charge or empowered. Combined with the movie's pacing and direction, that almost every <laughs> sorry, that almost every occurrence starts to feel painfully inevitable and in impressive and terrifying ways, because this movie is only answering one question: What makes people like Sandra explode? Which begs a bigger question: How do we stop it from happening? This has been Scott's Off Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Off Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.